Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Friday, October 12, 2007. On today's show, Star Trek scores its Scotty and its Sulu. Several series get script orders, and if time permits, we're going to get into some forum feedback. Okay, so first up, uh, Will Smith finds a little hitch on his road to world domination. Uh, it's long been rumored for the last little while that uh, Will Smith was going to be doing a remake of The Karate Kid um, and that he would be directing, his son would be playing the Ralph Macchio role, and Jackie Chan was going to play Mr. Miyagi. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Anyway, he says it's not the case. Um, in fact, his uh, spokesperson says he's certainly not doing that, and I'm, I'm not sure where that came from. So instead, he's going to be first reuniting with Michael Mann, who, of course, uh, he worked with previously in Ali. And uh, they are saying that this is going to basically be uh, the inner workings of a global media conglomerate, and so he's going to kind of make like Rupert Murdoch in this. Um John Logan, who wrote Gladiator and The Last Samurai, is going to be writing it. And, uh, yeah, so have to see where that all goes. Uh, he's also um, working on bringing Hitch to uh, his uh, to TV. So he's working on developing a sitcom based on the 2005 romantic comedy Hitch. Uh, of course, you remember he played a... Um, a lovelorn professional date doctor, basically. And he's going to be bringing this uh, to a sitcom. He already did one sitcom before, which was uh, All of Us on uh, on the WB originally and then uh, ended up uh, on the CW uh, for, for sort of one, that last season. So uh, it's set up with his production company, Overbrook Entertainment, um, and uh, he's attached to executive produce the show, but he will not star in it. And so this is really going to be, uh, you know, another thing that uh, that he gets into producing as opposed to acting in. And hey, it's, it doesn't necessarily rule it out. I mean, hey, Chris Rock finally showed up on Everybody Hates Chris, didn't he? Um, several series have received script orders. Um, a big part of this is there's an upcoming uh, writer strike. Uh, you know, this is pending, and, and this is something that they're worried about a lot, and that's why there's a lot of crap getting greenlit. You know, you look at the Justice League movie that was an impossibility before, and uh, now it's looking like it's getting the green light, and that's mainly because people are just like, have we got anything that's near being done? Because if we do, let's put a green light on it and get it moving before the strike happens. You know, let's just get a script in the can. So with with that in mind, I'm wondering if that's why we haven't seen too many cancellations this season. So far, we've seen uh, Fox cancel Nashville, and that's about it. There's been some shuffling around with some schedules, but no sort of official, hey, we're moving our schedule around, we're, cha we're changing everything up, and there's been no serious cancellations. And usually, it's about two weeks in, and here we are three weeks in and still nothing. You know, usually someone's pulled the trigger by now. At any rate, what has happened is the first show to get uh, a full season order for this season is The CW's Gossip Girl, uh, created by Josh Schwartz, uh, based on the popular teen book series. Uh, so they've received an order for the rest of the season. Um, but other shows, it's more what they call cautious optimism. NBC has ordered three more scripts each of, the, of its new shows, and these, these are four shows, Bionic Woman, Chuck, Life, and Journeyman, and CBS has ordered four additional scripts of the uh, soap opera Kane. So, you know, this doesn't necessarily mean that it's guaranteed to make it through the season, because, I mean, they haven't ordered episodes. They've ordered scripts. They want to read the scripts and see if this is what they want to continue doing. Still, it's a positive sign, and again, with the thought of the writer's strike coming up, it's possibly a way of just making sure that we've got those things in the can so that we've got some content to deliver 
as uh, as the as the strike happens. <clears throat> so, you know, I mean, hey, the way to look at it is them asking for more scripts is better than them asking for no more scripts, right? Of the uh, of the bunch. Uh, Bionic Woman is the highest rate, uh, highest rated. Um, Wednesday this past week was the third uh, episode, and it was a, a diminishing uh, audience, uh, down from eleven million the week before to ten point one million, and the week before that was fourteen million. But what really is concerning them is the eighteen to forty nine uh, demographic, and it fell into second place, uh, tied with criminal uh, criminal minds on CBS. Whereas private practice on ABC improved its ratings in the demographic and kind of held steady in viewers, you know, and, the, and that's always the thing they kind of worry about, right? Because uh, it, 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 that demographic is the is the tough part. And uh, when a show uh, drops in that demographic, you know, those are the disposable income people and, and they get worried about that. Um, life uh, on Wednesday w- was in last place in the 10 p.m. hour and last among young adults. Um, still looks better uh, to NBC because Kidnapped was so bad in that time slot last year that anything's a step up. Um, further is Kane, which actually has had a, a pretty weak uh, finish the last uh, last couple of Tuesday nights and is actually um, averaging fewer viewers it's averaging 9.1 million viewers then uh last fall's very quickly canceled uh series smith which had 9.9 million uh viewers and guess what last year smith got an order for new scripts so what we're saying is none of this is hard and fast none of this is for sure and uh and really it's it's anybody's guess sort of which way it's going to go for now okay so looking at some other items um I don't think I actually reviewed Pushing Daisies because I hadn't watched it last time. And I, I watched the first two episodes, and I got to say I like it. It's it, extremely quirky. I mean, ex- like we're talking almost like Tim Burton-level quirky. Um, but I kind of dig it. It reminds me a lot of Wonder Falls, which, of course, Brian Fuller did create. And, um, uh, you know, along with uh, the other show he did was, uh, was Dead Like Me. And it is... Extremely, you know, like I say, extremely quirky, but it works. Um, you got a great, a really great cast uh, with Lee Pace, Anna Friel, Chai McBride, and uh, Kristen Chenoweth, who actually did a musical number in the last episode that just had me rolling on the floor. Um, the one thing I could lose from it, though, is the narrator. It, it's in the first episode, it was much more obtrusive because it was like the narrator was narrating things that you could see on the screen, and it just seemed like just a horrible, horrible purple prose. But um, with this last episode, there was a bit less narrator. But you know, I'm I'm not a big fan of. I've said this before. I'm not a big fan of voiceover because to me, it's a, you know, if, if if you can't dramatize all that kind of stuff and and get that point across without narration, it's a slippery slope, right? I mean, narrators seem to be the in thing right now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it just doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for you. Let us know. Uh, you know, send, send me a, send me an email. Say why why the why they work for you or why they don't work for you. We'll just post to the forum. I'd love to hear what you have to say about narration in a show. Um, finally, uh, no, not finally at all. Oh my goodness, I'm watching the time. I'm all worried about not making the time, and that, that's slowing me down. Weird, huh? Okay. Um, as I said, Star Trek has scored at Scotty and at Sulu, and I gotta say, I kind of like this. We got Simon Pegg is gonna play Scotty. I. I I don't know if they're going for like a tongue-in-cheek version here. I don't think so, but 
it's an interesting choice and uh, and actually one I kind of like. I, I'm very interested to see that. Um, and, and definitely I can see Scotty sort of being the comic relief in, in the movie. Uh, John Cho, who, of course, we'll remember from Harold and Kumar, Go to White Castle, uh, he's signed on to play Sulu. And uh, they've already, you know, they've already got uh, their Spock in Zachary Quinto. Uh, Zoe Saldana is scheduled to play Uhura. And Anton Yelchin is going to play Chekhov. Of course, they're still looking for McCoy. And then there's talk about, you know, who's going to play uh, Kirk. Of course, this is the big thing. Um, so far, the rumors uh, are that uh, Lindsay Lohan's love interest in Just My Luck, Chris Pine, is the lead candidate uh, if he can fit the movie into his schedule. He's uh, doing a, a, an upcoming film with uh, opposite George Clooney. And so that's going to, uh, it's all going to depend on whether or not they can schedule that all up. Um, of course, there, there's still talk of, you know, are they going to... Uh, Get uh, Christopher Pike, the Enterprise's first captain, and uh, and all these kind of things. So, still much to be decided. Uh, they're looking at a Christmas 2008 release, so they're going to have to get things settled pretty quickly. So that's the scoop uh, on Star Trek. Okay, uh, that's more Chris Pine stuff. Okay, so talking uh, ratings. So I already talked very briefly about ratings, but looking on uh, on Mondays. Um, this was ABC winning the night uh, with a 9.8 and a 15 share. Uh, CBS followed up with a 7.4 and 11. And NBC was a 5.1 and an 8 share. Uh, the big shows, Dancing with the Stars dominated the 8 p.m. hour. Um, CBS was uh, was second with How I Met Your Mother and The Big Bang Theory. And Big Bang Theory actually built on its How I Met Your Mother lead-in. So looks uh, promising for them. Uh, Chuck finished third in households at 4.5 uh, with a seven share. And uh, Prison Break had a, a few more viewers. It's a 4.4 and a seven share. So I'm not sure what they what they mean with that. So I don't know. That, that seems kind of strange to me uh, how it had more viewers, but the number is lower. That just defies all logic in math. Looking at Tuesday, it, it was uh, Fox at the top of the pile, and ABC's new shows kind of fell off. Um, NCIS uh, was the number one in the 8 p.m. hour, beating out uh, Bones uh, by about uh, a, a handy 5 million viewers. And Cavemen pulled a 4.5 and 8. You know what? I, I didn't review Cavemen either. Cavemen and carpoolers. Remember how the other week I said that 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 watching Moonlight was the worst hour of television I'd ever seen in my life. Well, we have a new winner, folks. Cavemen. It's like it's like they said. Well, we don't need to write any jokes because we got that whole caveman thing to uh, to fall back on. And then someone said, "Ah, let's take out all the caveman references." So you just got a really boring show. It's not funny at all. There's a bunch of jokes about oh how cavemen all look alike, and it's kind of it's kind of like they've taken all the racist jokes that they've wanted to write for years and uh, and were afraid to, and decided since it's cavemen and there are no real cavemen, we don't have to worry about offending anyone. Well, it offends me because it's just not funny. Um, and and carpoolers is even worse. Um. It's just a, a completely unfunny series. And um, honestly, Jerry O'Connell, you should know better. Fred Goss, you should know better as well. All you guys should know better. Um, 9 p.m., House led uh, the hour, and uh, Law & Order SVU won the 10 p.m. hour, beating uh, Boston Legal and Kane. Uh, looking at Wednesday, um, I already mentioned the whole cr uh, Criminal Minds versus... Uh, um, 
private practice and bionic woman and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, so eight, the 8 PM hour was the win for NBC with deal or no deal fo- followed by pushing daisies. I can't believe they're putting pushing daisies on at eight o'clock. That's, that's saying something. Um, and CBS, you know, it's, it's just kind of dark at nine o'clock. It was criminal minds followed by uh, private practice and bionic woman, uh, which was then followed by kitchen nightmares on Fox. And in last place, gossip girl, you know, the show that got the renewal. I think the, I think the bar is a little bit lower for the folks on, uh, on, uh, gossip, uh, on, on the CW period. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, at 10 o'clock, CSI New York with an 8.7 and 15 share. ABC taking second place with Dirty Sexy Money with a 6.1 and a 10 share, followed by Life at a 5.3 with a 9 share. And Dirty Sexy Money, I'm really digging that. I haven't watched the third episode yet, but that one I'm having a lot of fun with. Um, then on Thursday, um, just last night, uh, 8 o'clock was, was Survivor uh, China, followed by Ugly Betty, followed by Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Uh, nine o'clock CSI followed by Grey's Anatomy, and it was a narrow victory because uh, CSI had a twelve point three and a nineteen share, and Grey's Anatomy had a twelve point one and an eighteen share. So, so the gap's pretty closed. Um, NBC was in third place with The Office with a five point two and an eight share. And you know what? I got one thing to say with The Office, and I love The Office. It's one of my favorite shows. But enough with the hour long episodes already. You know, let's be succinct. Come on. Um, anyway. I wanted to get into some uh, some forum uh, feedback, and I, I've not got too long to do that. Uh, this one in from Derek Coward from uh, the Deliberate Noise Network uh, from the Synopsis uh, newsletter. The Sci-Fi Channel is currently developing a 90-minute dramedy pilot, Earthlings, with Dan Waters as a writer and executive producer. Aaron Geller will executive produce, and Daryl Porter will be co-exec producer under their Porter-Geller Entertainment First Look Agreement with Fox Television Studios. Here's the bottom line. The plot is about three aliens in human form stranded in present-day Middle America. And uh, and Derek says, you know, why does this sound familiar? Maybe Third Rock from the Sun or Coneheads? And uh, Just Bill chimes in on the forum with, it does remember the, resemble the shows you mentioned. For some reason, I think I've already seen a solicitation recently for a comic book that sounds a lot like that. I have an image in my head of three relatively regular-looking aliens wearing human masks in the vein of those cheap cardboard masks with the strings that you get at a birthday party or from cheap Halloween costumes. I have absolutely no idea what series I'm thinking of, or maybe I'm making this all up in my head. Does this image sound familiar to anyone? Bill, it sounds familiar to me. If anyone out there knows what it's from, I, I did some searching around for it, couldn't find anything. But if anyone does have any uh, any more information that they can pass on to us, and I just know that's going to drive me nuts. So you can send us your comments and your ideas about where this image that Bill's talking about comes from to poptopiapodcast at gmail.com, or you can head on over to the comicforums.com and look for the Poptopia Forum and post your ideas there in the feedback for this episode, which is episode 105. More forum feedback next week. Have a great week.